Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Barwin Bros Network, where cash is king, and we want you, we want to help you make a lot of it. On this show, we will be going over our NFL against the spread picks, free money parlays or teasers, and props that are gimmies. In studio, we have Tyson Chicken's favorite customer, Caleb Barwin. Yo, yo. (laughs) J-Bar, not the rapper. What's good? And myself, Regis Barwin. Phoning in later, the guy who watches zero sports, but bets like he does, Elliot Barwin. And he will give you his lock pick of the week and possibly a huge six-game spread parlay. So, how's everybody doing? Sounds good. All right, let's get uh, let's get kicked off here and uh, go straight into uh, the one o'clock games here. All right, what you got first? All right, uh, we got the Denver Broncos at the New England Patriots minus nine and a half. For the Pats at home, coming off both the teams coming off bye weeks. Okay, you know, Caleb, let's uh, let's get you first. Yep. So this is a game I really like. Um, Bill Belichick's one of the best off a loss, and then even giving him another week to prepare. That's just that should be that should just be a lock. Um, Cam Newton's probably coming back. He's healthy again. Um, Gilmore's coming back for their defense. This is a no-brainer for me. I'm taking the minus nine. Um, I like the Pats to roll here. I think Drew Locke's coming back for the Broncos, but I expect him to be rusty. Um, Probably not fully healthy, so give me the Pats minus nine. Okay. I I think no fan. I think no fans out for the Broncos as well, so. Yeah, and uh, you know who else is out? Who's that? Melvin Melvin Gordon, because he got a, a DUI uh, this past weekend. Um, oh, can you remind, just us, out? remind everybody what that is? Yeah, you know, it's when you drink or uh, smoke the smoke the ganj and you drive and operate a vehicle. Um, you can't do that even in even in Denver. They don't let you uh, drive under the influence. Well, there we go. So knowing that he's not playing, um, and Drew Locke's playing hurt, I mean, who do they have? J- Judy? Is that his Jer- Jerry Judy? I mean, Jerry Judy. I don't. I don't see the the Broncos covering this in New England um, against Bill Belichick off the bye, like Caleb said. This is just an easy bet. Um, Patriots nine and a half, whatever it is, nine. I'll take that. So I think we're going to go Pats across the board here. I agree with uh, both of you. And uh, I see that as an easy win for the Pats and an easy cover for the spread. Uh, Next, we have Nick Foles, Chicago Bears, at the Carolina Panthers. 
current spread is minus one and a half. Caleb, you want to give us uh, your take on uh, on this game or, or who you're picking? So this is a tough game, but I think I'm seeing it well. The Panthers are rolling right now, but I, the Bears had 10 days to prepare since they played last Thursday against the Bucs. Um, I really like the Bears' defense. Still no McCafferty for the Panthers, even though Mike Davis is just killing it. I mean, I I have to go with the Bears here. Their defense, uh, Nick Foles, he seems to be rolling, get, getting stuff clicking with his receivers. I'm going to take the Bears here. Uh, interesting pick, Josh. What are you? Uh, what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't like what I saw. Um, with with the Bears against the uh, the Bucks, I I didn't like Nick Foles in the offense, even though they pulled it out. Uh, I don't think um, Foles once he starts a few games during the season is as good as uh, when he just comes in off the bench. Once teams are able to prepare for him, I think that he he's uh, an easier book to read. So I'm going to go with the Panthers minus one at home. Yeah, that seems uh, that seems logical. I- St. Nick doesn't have too many more tricks up his sleeve here. Um, oh, shocking. Both of you picked the Bears. Packers fans <laughs> picking against the Bears. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> the, Panther, the Panthers just just steamrolled this one, I believe. And yeah. uh, Shocking. I mean, th- this should literally be probably a minus six and a half for the Panthers. But Vegas wants to lose money, so, you know, whatever. But um, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, when he was on the Vikings uh, – Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he played and owned the Bears. So I like what I see with the – even though I'm a Packers fan, I, I, I do like what I see with Bridgewater and the Panthers. And Matt Rule is showing that he is an excellent coach and that the maybe the Jets should have looked at him. Yeah, I mean, and let's be let's be honest. Matt Nagy is still Matt Nagy. I mean, he's, he's not drawing up any sort of, you know, guru There's, offense. The Bears are 4-1. and one. They're 4-1. and one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who they played? They just beat the Bucks. Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, I mean that was literally luck. I, I don't even understand. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, let's let's pull them up. Let's see who they beat. They beat yeah the Bucks by one. They lost to the Colts at home by eight. Who the Colts just literally kicked field goals the entire time, and then. They uh, beat the, the mighty Falcons, who just fired their coach. And they beat the uh, the New York football giants by four points at home. And they won in Detroit by four. So I, yeah, but they were, I mean, look, in Detroit, they were losing that game up until, I think, two minutes left in the fourth. Yeah, and by the way, DeAndre Swift, if he had any pair of hands, I mean, they the Lions won that game, but the Lions are the Lions, and they never win. So, yeah, I mean – the literally the bear suck, so I don't understand how anyone can pick them. But we'll see. We'll see. All right. On to uh, speaking of the lions. On to the next uh, Detroit Lions at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The uh, plus three for the Jags at home. 
Josh, what do you think about uh, the Jags? Um, yeah, this this game is going to be watched by about five people, and I I really think the Lions win easy. I know another defensive player on the Jags. I think they were already down one of their linebackers, but another one of their linebackers uh, was injured. I wish I knew his name, but the Jaguars are just that bad that I don't know his name. So, um, give me the Lions, minus three. Caleb, uh, what are you thinking about this? Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the Lions, um, minus three. Uh, Just the Jags are – I think they're beat up. Chark, DJ Chark might not play. Um, and without him, Minshew has little to go go to. James Robinson has been a bright spot for them with the running back spot. But I I just like Stafford and the Lions here to cover. Yeah, I think the Lions, I, I believe they're coming off a bye as well. Yeah. Uh... I see them. Go- yeah. I see them going down to Jacksonville and and just taking care of business. Uh, Matthew Stafford and uh, the offense that they have can just put up points, and uh, I don't see Jacksonville hanging around. Yeah, with with Kenny Galladay back and healthy, I mean that just makes the the Lions attack that much better. Yeah. And yeah, it's I I I think the Lions win by fifteen plus. Jeez. Give me the line. Yep, give me the lines. Minus three. All right. Uh, the head coachless Falcons at the Minnesota Vikings. Who knows if this game's even going to be played, but minus four to the Vikings. Uh, Falcons, I believe, were testing... Some people are testing positive for COVID. I'm not sure if they're back at the practice facility or not. But, Josh? Uh, yeah, I, like uh, I did see that it was a, they were all like false positive tests or something um, with the Falcons. So, I think they, they are back in the games on the schedule. So, um, But give me the um, – I've been on the Falcons – every single game this year, except for when they played the Packers, of course. Um, They have a new coach, Raheem Morris, and whenever a team gets a new coach, especially in the season, I really think the players play better for that coach. So give me the Falcons. I don't like them to win the game, but I like like them to keep it close. Um, Give me a plus four. Okay. And this is a game I'm not betting or putting any money on. Yeah. Caleb? Um, I, too, have been on the Falcons a couple times this year and have just gotten uh, bitten the butt on them. So I, I'm going with the, the Vikings here, minus four. Um, I just – I think the Vikings are going to have a bad taste in their mouth coming off that terrible loss that they had to the Seahawks where they should have won. Uh, Zimmer needs some new brains, but it's I, I just think they roll here. They have too many weapons on the offensive side, even with Dalvin Cook out. Madison, is he's a beast. So 
I think they roll the Falcons here. The, the Falcons' defense can't stop anyone. So I have a hard time believing that the Vikings lose this one. Yeah, I, be- I believe the entire defensive line for the Falcons might not be playing. <laughs> uh, I think they're all hurt. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, their secondaries at least their major their major pieces to that defensive line are probably out for this game. Uh, I too, I I mean, I see the Vikings just. I mean, I think it's going to be a high scoring game, but the Falcons literally cannot guard anyone, yeah. and they get no pressure on the quarterback. I mean, I think the Vikings easily cover this. And Matt, I mean, I'm going Vikings. Matt Ryan has looked terrible, especially last week. I mean, he – I thought that dude was confident. He's nowhere near confident that the Falcons might have to move on from him pretty soon. He's he's looking rough. And with Julio Jones, you never know what he's going to do. He's probably twisting an ankle the first play of the game. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Vikings. He's questionable. I – yeah. Who, knows? Who knows? He's always questionable. Yeah, they just mark him questionable every week now. It it really doesn't matter um, what team goes out there and plays the Vikings. The Vikings play almost every game close because they have a coach that has, I think, one eye now. And um, he's also one of the worst coaches in the NFL w- with Mike Zimmer. Um, very unsportsmanlike, doesn't even shake other coaches' hands. Uh, pre-COVID. So um, just the fact that he's coaching the team still and Kirk Cousins is their quarterback, who I think shouldn't even be a starting quarterback in the league. Um, really just give me give me the Falcons. I might even – now I might bet it, money line. All right. Well, I'm glad we could talk you into losing money on that <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> actually, I don't think he'll – I think you talked yourself into losing money on that one, but – all right. Um, next, we have another head coachless, the Houston Texans, at the Tennessee Titans. Titans coming off a Tuesday night football game. Uh, I don't even think I've ever been alive for a Tuesday night football game. Um, but I mean, d- you were last week, Reed. Well, besides that one. I mean, Derrick Henry, if the dude does any more curls, uh, I mean, he's just throwing defenders (laughs) to the side. I mean, Josh Norman looked like a baby when when Derrick Henry just, I mean, he just tossed him like a sack of potatoes. But, um, Caleb, um, you know, are you are you on the Deshaun Watson bandwagon? Yeah, I've, another team I've been on a little bit this year is the Houston Texans. Uh, Bill O'Brien has ruined a lot of those bets for me, but I think they're they're kind of catching steam. Again, no preseason, so Deshaun Watson had trouble, I think, early on connecting with his new receivers, Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks. Um, but I think, especially last week, they looked to be clicking a little bit better. Uh, Titans off that Tuesday night game. I got to think a little bit less time to prepare, maybe beat up a little bit, sore. 
Uh, this is probably a game that I'm not going to bet, but if I did, I would take Houston plus three and a half. All right. Uh, Josh, who do you like? Um, so who's the head coach of the Texans now? Deshaun Watson. He runs. He runs the team too. He just he's the quarterback and the Maybe and the coach. Watt. I, yeah, I don't know who the. Uh, I, I, it's Morris, isn't it? Isn't it Romeo? I thought it was Morris. No, it's it's Cornell, oh, isn't it? Yeah, the, Ro- uh, yeah, yeah. It is Cornell. Yeah, because they don't have. I don't know if they have GM yet either. Because O'Brien was both. Yeah, because. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that that was literally the best move the Texans have. You know, they that they've made since drafting Deshaun Watson. Um, getting rid of Bill O'Brien. But I, I just don't see how their defensive line, right, can stop Derrick Henry. You talk about a depleted defensive line in the Falcons. The Texans against the run are so bad that they can just hand the ball off to Derrick Henry or even Tannehill scrambling. Um, and I think the, the Titans at home, even though they came off an emotional win uh, because they were acting like it was a Super Bowl because all the – all of uh, America was basically bashing them because of their COVID policies um, and almost ruining the NFL. But um, even though they came off that emotional win, I'm still going with the Titans three and a half. Derrick Henry, probably multiple touchdown game over a hundred yards. Yeah. I mean, AJ Brown's back. He looked great uh, for the Titans. Uh, I see the Titans just steamrolling right over top of the Texans. Deshaun Watson just looks lost out there. I mean, Will Fuller might be the only option. I mean, Brandon Cooks is okay. You Does, never know that that dude could literally get concussion walking to the game. Yeah, how many uh, how many concussions uh, I mean, is he up it's to? It's got to be more than Sam Shields. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's not safe for him to play football. I don't know why he's still playing. I mean, and JJ Watt. I mean, he's he's good, but you know. You got to have other people on that line to, to stop Henry. And it just ain't, it, it's not going to happen. All right. The probably one of the worst games that's going to be on TV the Washington football team at the New York Giants. Uh, the Giants coming off a tough loss in Dallas while also taking out their franchise quarterback. But uh, the Washington football team, I mean, at least their quarterback knows what it's like to get their leg completely shattered, uh, Alex Smith. So, Josh, what do you see for uh, for this game? All right, I actually um, really like this game um, and really like the Washington football team. Uh, to cover the three, or I'm sorry, they're they're um, given three points. So I think they're going to win this game outright. Um, I read a report today that the head coach of the Giants, Judge, right, he made the team practice outside today in the rain. And the projected forecast for Sunday's game is sunny, 0% chance of rain. And this guy still makes the team go outside and practice in the elements of, of the rain, which makes zero sense because this is his reason. It makes you more focused 
on football techniques. I don't, I don't see it. I don't get the reasoning. I think that guy is a nut job, just like Adam Gase um, in New York. Uh, so give me the football team. I'm putting, uh, you know, real money on this game. I love the the football team. Okay, they do have a decent defense. The football team. So yeah, they have, and uh, Chase Young's back. So um, their D line is so good. They get they get so much pressure on the quarterback, and if they get to Daniel Jones, I mean. Yeah, he gets flustered. He, he doesn't know what either. to do with the ball. Besides throw a pick. All right. I mean, that's... Caleb, what are you uh... – Yeah, I'm kind of on board, same thing. I'm going to take the football team. They – it looks like money's coming in on them anyway. They've dropped – I think now I'm seeing like two and a half. But I'm going to take the football team. Their front seven, like he said, is just – too good. Um, I, I don't see the Giants being able to do much. Daniel Jones, uh, he's had more fumbles than he's actually started in football games. So it's it's hard to believe that he's making the right decisions right now. And probably part of that is coaching. And no Barkley. I, I just don't see it happening for the Giants. Yeah, I think this is a clean, a clean sweep here. Uh, I'm I'm right there with the Washington football team. Uh, I think they just take care of business. I do think um, Rivera did say that Kyle Allen will start if he's healthy. Oh, really? So, oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Even though he was healthy enough to come back into the game last week and still made Alex Smith go out there and <laughs> finish. Um, but, yeah. I like it even better. Good, now. yeah. Uh, yeah, clean sweep with the, uh, with the football team. Now, a uh, little AFC North action, the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Minus three and a half is the spread. Uh, who do you guys like uh, in this game? Kill. Yeah, go ahead, Kill. Um, you know, this is kind of a, a hard game to judge. The Steelers have looked so good all good all year on defense, and then they go out and give up that many points to the Eagles, who have been atrocious on offense. Um, and the Browns have just been rolling. Um I'm gonna side with the Browns here. If the stadium was at full capacity. I'd kind of lean the Steelers, but since there's only, I think, what, like 10,000 fans allowed in at the game, I don't see it being trouble for the Browns. They're rolling right now. I mean, OBJ, I don't know what's up with him, some illness. Hopefully he'll be able to play. Um, and even with Kareem Hunt back there, he was questionable. But if he's playing, I like how that offense is clicking. Defense. Um, is okay with Miles Garrett. I just think they're rolling right now, and with the three and a half divisional game, I'll take that. Yeah, I think this is the first time Miles Garrett's back playing against the Steelers since his incident last season when he took uh, Mason Rudolph's helmet off and hit him with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, so this this should be a interesting uh, interesting game, Josh. What do you what's your take on this game? Yeah, yeah, I disagree with Caleb. I I think we at the end of the day we need to remember that this is the Cleveland Browns we're talking about. Um, I know everyone's jumping on their bandwagon right now um, with with Baker and with their their offense with Kevin Stefanski. Um, but I, I think they're going to get a real reality check here in Pittsburgh. Um, I know you said Pittsburgh kind of let the Eagles back in and score all those points on them. But honestly, if it wasn't for Eric Ebron, um, the Eagles wouldn't have been in that game um, due to his awful hands. Um, so I do like the Steelers three and a half um, in Pittsburgh. Browns get a reality check. I really like Pittsburgh's uh, new offense. And uh, their defense is just legit. So, yeah, I mean Claypool coming off that four TD game, I mean just exploding onto the scene there in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, Cleveland. I mean, yeah, just like you said, the Browns are going to be the Browns. Baker's going to be Baker here pretty soon. You know, he's going to get back to his old ways. Uh, the pass rush on the Steelers is just ridiculous. So uh, I know their corners suck, but I mean, you start hurrying Baker up, and he can't make decisions that quick. I mean, and remember what happened in Week One when he played a good defense in the Ravens. I mean, what they lose? It was yeah, like thirty-eight I mean, to six. I think it's going to be close. Uh, that spread, that spread's a tough spread, but. Um, I think the Steelers will, will pull it out. Uh, I don't see Cleveland coming away with this. I like the, I like the Steelers at, uh, at minus three and a half as well. All right. Uh, oh, we have a homer game here. The Baltimore Ravens at the Philadelphia Eagles. Will Carson Wentz throw more balls into the ground or to his receivers this game? Caleb? Yeah, I I want nothing to do with this Eagles team. Um, I saw Deshaun Jackson's out again. He is just stealing money from that organization year over year. So it's their their offense is just terrible. Their starting their starting receiver is a guy off the streets. Um they they don't know how to draft. It's it's just terrible with with what Philadelphia is doing. Um, give me the Ravens minus nine and a half. Um, their defense should be able to well just de- demolish the Eagles. And Lamar Jackson will have no problem. I don't think scoring points. So give me minus nine and a half. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh... I just think the Eagles are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Um, Josh, what's your take on the game? So the Ravens last week beat the Bengals by, I don't know, it was a, a bit, it was a big margin, right? And I think a few weeks ago, the Bengals went into Philadelphia and came out with a tie against the Eagles. Um, I agree with, with, with what Caleb's saying. I, I really don't think the Eagles have a plan. I think they're just 
trying to throw as many tricks out as possible. And what's up, Doug Peterson sleeve, um, which he seems to have many. I do like that Fulgum guy um, on the Eagles. I think he's a talented receiver, um, and he's going to do pretty pretty big things in that in Philly. But I uh, just don't like their setup. The Ravens' defense is really good. Um, give me the Ravens nine and a half. Yeah, Ravens nine and a half. Uh, I feel bad for Miles Sanders out there in Philly. He's got nobody. It's going to be uh, interesting to see what the Eagles do at the trade deadline, if they move on from Zach Ertz or not. He's just been terrible this year. And well, not only that, but they're going to move on from Wentz. They're I mean, I, I feel bad for Ertz. I mean, Wentz can't throw a ball to save his life. I mean, he can't literally hit a receiver. I mean, he's yeah. I, every time I watch him, he's throwing the ball into the dirt. Their O line's bad too. It's a combination, I think, of everything. Yeah, I mean, I just the Eagles suck so. I think Jalen Hurts, I think they, they give him a shot here pretty soon. I'd like to see what he can do. All right. The Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow take on turnover machine Phillip Rivers and the Indianapolis Colts at minus seven and a half for the Colts. Uh, Joe Burrow's been showing good signs uh, this NFL season. Uh the defense can't tackle, but Josh, what do you think about this game? Uh, yeah, bounce back for the Colts, um, losing to the Browns there. That wasn't you're me. Right, yeah, I'm fine. All right, you're right, Reed. Okay, um, yeah, give me the Colts bounce back game. I think their uh, their defense is pretty legit and. Um, even though I really don't like Philip Rivers at, at the QB spot for them. I just I think the Colts are a, a better team at this point, and um, they're just a smart team, and the Bengals are just too young with, with Burrow. It's not good seeing A.J. Green on the sideline telling a coach, just trade me. <laughs> so give me the Colts. Did you guys see that uh, that highlight where he – where uh, I think Joe Burrow either threw an interception or – there was a fumble or something, and AJ Green just took like a left turn and yeah, like probably. went to go tackle the guy yeah. that intercepted the ball. <laughs> like he just took like a freaking U turn. Like he was just like, "All right, I'm out." Yeah, he's such a girl. I I can't stand him. I'm actually a big fan of Joe Burrow, but I'd I'd be happy to trade AJ Green if I were the Bengals. They got other good receivers there. And... Get some draft picks for him or something. But uh, yeah, yeah, the, the Colts win this one easily. I think too. Yeah, I, I think they do too. Um, but Joe Burrow is a competitor. Um, I still, I still think the Colts can cover this eight minus eight. If I'm playing this game, which I'm not going to play a spread, but I'm going to play the, I'll probably play the under here, forty six and a half. Just because the Bengals' run defense is terrible, and Philip Rivers doesn't throw downfield too much, so I I feel like they're gonna run a lot in this game. Um, the D Colts defense is good, so I I just see it being an under type game. The under is forty six and a half, so I'll probably be on that. 
Yeah. I would agree. If the, if that if this game could get to like minus six and a half, I would really like the Colts. Um, but yeah, I would take the Colts. Um, all right, we have the lonely New York Jets at the Fitz Magic Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins coming off a big win in San Francisco. And the Jets are just dismantling their team and their coaching staff. Minus nine and a half for the Dolphins. Caleb, what are you thinking? I would like the Jets here if Darnold was playing. But he's out again. Joe Flacco sucks. Um... I watched some of that game last week, and he is just hard to watch. Um, Bell's gone, released, waste of money, not used at all. I think he had under 10 carries last week. Just shows how bad Adam Gase is as a coach. Um, I, I got to take the Dolphins here. That's the only way I, I see this game happening. The, the Jets are just so bad. If it's – if they're making a good play, it's it ends up being a penalty anyway, somehow. I mean, it's terrible coaching, terrible players right now. I'll just have to side with the Dolphins, minus nine and a half. Yeah, well, I would agree with that. I mean, just the Jets look, they're, they're just terrible. Josh, what are, you, what are you going with the Dolphins too here? Yeah, nine and a half, of course, uh, giving the Dolphins. I really like Brian Flores, the head coach of the Dolphins. I think he's an underrated coach, and that team's going to be extremely good in the in the near future, especially when they get Tua, Tua on the field. Um, Adam Gase, I just want to make note that when a reporter asked Adam Gase after they cut or yeah, released Le'Veon Bell, um, they asked Adam Gase if, he if he misused Le'Veon Bell the entire time Le'Veon Bell was on the Jets, and Adam Gase's response is that's <laughs> irrelevant. I mean, he clearly just doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know. Um, he he has no connection with the team. The players literally hate him. Le'Veon Bell and some of the defenders were literally like tagging the Jets in. Um, like Instagram posts saying like Adam Gase is the worst coach in, in the league. Um, so his own players are literally just making a fool out of him. They don't, they don't believe in him. They know that he's just there to kind of finish out the season. And I think honestly to win as little as possible to get that first pick. So give me the Dolphins nine and a half. Yeah. Gase. Gase. I, how he's not fired yet. I mean, I would assume after this game, possibly but at this point why not just keep him the rest of the season I don't know why you haven't fired him yet but uh, Dolphins minus 10 minus 9.5 easy now uh, moving on to America's game of the week the Green Bay Packers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus one for the Bucks. Green Bay, Green Bay favored going down to Tampa must have had bad connection there. 
I'm back. Okay. Oh, Packers, even, Packers Bucks, Bucks plus one. Uh, you know what? I'll leave. Um, you know, Josh and I are Green Bay Packers fans, so we'll we'll uh, we'll talk last here on the greatest team. But uh, Kill, Kill, why don't you give us your little take yeah. here on? Uh, let's 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 hear the unbiased. Yep, the unbiased take, and it's a good one. I gotta take the Bucks here. Okay. The Packers, <laughs> I get Packers have looked great all year, um, but Tom Brady will be ready to play this game. He will have that team ready, I'm telling you. I'd rather play the total here than um, anything else, but I am I think the Bucks take this game. It's going to be a shootout. I, I don't know if I'll bet it. But if I had to choose a side here, I'm leaning the Bucks, just because of Brady and his preparation, and I think the Packers are due for a loss. Give me the Bucks. All right. Well, that's a weird take. I don't think the rest of America is thinking the same way you are. So, uh, Josh, why don't you bring uh, Kale back to reality here and uh, tell us why the Packers are going to win this game? Okay, I might be I might be biased because, of course, uh, love the Packers, but uh, Vita Vea, right? He is uh, the main defensive lineman for the Bucks, and the Bucks have a, an extremely good run defense. Uh, I think best in the league, and you know that worried me at first, but. Uh, learning Vita Vey is out for this game. The Packers love running the ball up the middle. Okay, they don't run side to side. They literally have Aaron Jones run up the middle every time he touches the ball. And knowing Vita Vey is out, I think Jones will just split that middle very easily all game. Um, and then that's going to leave room for Aaron Rodgers to just create and do his thing. Um, he's literally throwing to undrafted free agents and making them look like top-tier wide receivers. Um, just love that everyone bashed on the Packers for their for their draft pick um, and not signing a good wide receiver. He's out here throwing touchdowns. He threw three touchdowns to Robert Tanyan last week. So um, love the Packers here. Also, I I think Tom Brady has met his uh, met his maker here. I think he's on his way out. Obviously, Bill Belichick was the uh, the one that uh, made it made it great in New England. Um, give me the Packers minus one. Yeah, I mean the, all day, every day. Brady couldn't even beat the Saints, and uh, the Packers handled the Saints really well. Um, Green Bay's just—I uh, mean, I heard it today. Best team in football, and um, <laughs> how how you can argue with that? I mean. Rodgers is just on fire. You know, he literally has a chip on his shoulder from the organization drafting Jordan Love. Um, I mean, Packers roll. Uh, roll Tampa Bay here. And coming, not to mention coming off a bye, which I do think the league screwed the Packers this year, uh, giving them the, oh my a God. Monday night game. Here we go. Bye, playing, 
playing the <laughs> playing the Buccaneers off of their mini buy off a Thursday night game. What kind of bullshit is that? That's a basically like not even coming off of a buy um, and playing the opponent. It, it's beyond me. It, I don't think that's fair at all. Oh, it's the NFL for you. Anyway, the NFL can help out Tom Brady. They'll do that. All right. We have the suspect Rams at the San Francisco 49ers, plus three for the 49ers. Uh, seemed like a pretty easy game here. Garoppolo doesn't seem like he's 100%. Uh, that defense is depleted. Uh, Josh, who, who do you like here? Um, after watching the 49, I can't get the 49ers right. I pick them one week, they lose, pick them the next week, they win. Um, have not been really spot on with them, but I can't see them beating the Rams this week. The Rams defense is legit with, with Donald and, and Ramsey. Um, not a big fan of golf, but I think they just have so many weapons in that offense. 49ers with that depleted defense. Um, yeah, give me the minus three with the Rams. Oh, well, I would agree with you there. Uh, I think the Rams just go into San Francisco and take care of business. Uh since the Rams are Caleb's team, let's hear why you think the Rams are the greatest. Yeah, the Rams are real easy here. Um, the Niners' defense is just in shambles. No Bosa. Um, it's it's not looking good for the Niners this year. Garoppolo, there's already talk about, hey, we need to move on from him. He's not going to be good. It's just not a good sign. Uh, Kittle is the one bright spot, I think, of that offense. I, I just don't see them hanging with the Rams. The Rams offense has just been electric. They have a three-headed monster in the backfield with Akers, Henderson, and Brown. Um, Goff has just looked like an MVP this year. He's he's on fire. Um, and McVay he needs to get his respect back. A lot of talk in the league that he's not that good. He's beginning. He's easy to prepare for now. That's that's just gone out the window. He's looking other. Te- making other teams on defense look silly. Oh yeah, against the Eagles defense and uh, the the Washington hey, football we're, team. We're just dealing with the opponents that the NFL is giving us. The it's Did it's an easy ele- pick. Didn't. Did he just say electric offense and they barely put up 17 points against the Giants at home? You know, sometimes, okay, that sometimes you, you play down <laughs> and, to your opponent, okay? But we pulled out the win. That's what matters. The best receivers, best duo receivers you know. in the league with Cup and Woods. The Rams are looking like a real Super Bowl contender here. Rams Ooh. minus three. Uh, all right. Yeah, they really put up they uh they put up a big twenty points on the Dallas Cowboys' electric defense that they have. Um, yeah, I mean, didn't the, didn't the Giants just put up thirty four on Dallas? We beat both those teams. That's all I remember. I mean, just it, it, 
electric offense, it's the opposite for the LA Rams. Uh, I think Goff needs to go to Gurley's camp and do a couple more curls. I mean, that guy cannot throw the football. Uh, you know, I, I think I think the Rams pull this one out, but the Rams are they're looking pretty suspect this this year. Oh, so next game we got the Chiefs at the Buffalo Bills. This is the Monday night game. Plus four and a half for the Bills. The Bills get smoked as of late. Uh, Josh Allen throwing two interceptions last game. Uh, Caleb, who who do you like here? Um... It's tough because both teams coming off a loss. Um, I think the Chiefs are in the better spot here, though. Andy Reid, off a loss. He's going to have the team ready. Um, I just don't trust Josh Allen. He's looked good in the beginning of the year, but I, I just don't trust him yet. The Bills' defense is uh, is pretty iffy, I think. I know there's a lot of talk that they're really good defense, but I I just don't see it. I think the Chiefs win, and uh, they're going to cover that four and a half. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'm going to have to probably disagree with that. I think the Bills plus four and a half. It's tough to play in Buffalo. Um, Josh, what do you think about this? This is a tough one. Um, Chiefs coming off a loss. Bills coming off a loss. Um, I I'm gonna have to go with the the Chiefs though. Coming off that kind of embarrassing loss at home to the Raiders. Um, I think Andy Reid, like Caleb said, Andy Reid's just a great coach, and I think off the team ready. Um, Patrick Mahomes. I don't know his record off of a loss, but it has to be very very good. Uh, so, give me give me Mahomes and the Chiefs in Buffalo. Although I am very skeptical of this game because, I mean, any anytime any team travels to Buffalo, it's always hard to guess if that team will come out and play as best as they can. Very true. Uh, the second Monday night game, the Arizona Cardinals at. The Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys starting Andy Dalton. Huh? The uh, the new quarterback since Dak went down. Uh, Arizona, the most penalized team in the NFL with 10 or more penalties per game. Uh, Dallas looking a little bit different with Andy Dalton. Uh Plus one and a half for Dallas. Uh, Kilp, what are you uh, what are you thinking about? Yeah, um, this is a toss up kind of game. I'm gonna side with the Cowboys just because they're at home, and the Cardinals' run defense is atrocious. I think they're giving up like 120 some a game, and I expect the Cowboys to lean on Zeke here with Dak being out. Dalton just coming in. I expect them to lean on Zeke a little bit here and pull out the win. Yeah, I, I think 
with Dak, they were trying too hard to get him to be the focal point of that offense. And doubt what Dallas does good is they run the ball and then and then uh, play action in and and go over the top. And I think Dak was just trying to do way too much for himself. Uh, Josh, what do you think? Um, so the Cowboys, the past, their past, um, four games, right? Gave up 34 points to the Giants, gave up 49 points to the Browns, gave up 38 points to the Seahawks, and then gave up 39 points to the Falcons, all in regular, uh, four quarter football, no overtime, should have lost the Falcon game, um. Andy Dalton, I think, is a great backup to have. Um, so I don't think that really hurts their offense too much. Obviously, it, they're better with Dak. Um, but that does not address their defensive woes. So I really, really like the, the Cardinals minus one. I think Kyler explodes in this game. Um, I think Kenyon Drake finally gets going. And um, I, I expect the offense of the Cardinals to put up, I mean, 30, 40 points easy on this Cowboy defense. So give me the give me yeah, the cards. Minus I personally one. like uh, I like the card. I like the Cardinals, but I think Dallas is gonna start getting back to their ways. I think they're gonna start managing the clock better because they're gonna start running the ball more. Uh, but I think the Cardinals pull this one out. Their def the uh, Cowboys defense is just that bad. So uh, give me the cards. All right, so that concludes uh, the against the spread portion of uh, of the podcast. Uh, the next section of the podcast is uh, any free money parlays or teasers that we have, or uh, and or prop bets. Uh, so, um, Josh, do you want to give? Uh, Give us your teaser or parlay or, or any prop bets that you are thinking thinking about for uh, live betting. Or yeah, so I have um, a seven point teaser that I feel really good about. Um, so I have uh, the Washington football team get them up to nine and a half. Dolphins get them down to two and a half minus two and a half. Colts down to minus one, and then give me the Patriots down to minus two. I don't see how this teaser loses. Uh, you get plus 160 with those four teams at plus seven. Um, I would feel very comfortable um, and do feel comfortable with this bet. So seven point tease plus 160. You should all feel good on that one. That sounds good. Uh, Caleb? Any, uh, yeah, it any... sounds like free money. Um, free money. The parlay I have is just a two-teamer. <laughs> it's the Vikings money line paired with the Rams money line. Um, Falcons worst team in football besides the Jets. Rams obviously will roll the Niners. I think you get plus one thirty-seven around there right now. So I like that parlay. Um, I also have a prop bet. If you want, should I give that out now? 
yeah, just why don't you we're doing that now? The, the prop, and then Josh, if you have one, we'll come we'll come back to you. Yeah, I have Ezekiel Elliott right. over yeah. eight, 89 and a half rushing yards. Like I said before, the Cardinals' run defense is terrible. They're giving up like 125 yards per game. And I expect the Cowboys to give Zeke a lot of carries with Dak being injured and Andy Dalton coming in his first start. Um, expect him to lean on Zeke and Zeke get about 25 carries or more in this game. And he'll be able to cover that 89 and a half. Yeah, I actually really like that prop bet too. I'll probably end up betting that because I think they're just going to give the ball to Zeke all day long. Uh, so I have a, a spread parlay, uh, three, three team, uh, Panthers, Packers, Rams, uh, plus 571 for the parlay. So put a hundo down, you get 571. Not a bad Sunday, uh, Sunday's wage. Um, I also like for my prop bet, um, Lamar Jackson passing yards over two twenty-seven and a half. I mean, I just think he just lights up that Eagle secondary. Uh, and it's not out yet, but I would assume Baker's going to be throwing the ball a lot against the Steelers and uh, and their horrendous secondary. So. Uh, once that comes out, I want to look at that and uh, probably take the over for the passing yards for Baker. Uh, Josh, you got a prop bet? Yeah, um, I think everyone should be on this uh, the, the Cowboy game um, versus the Cardinals. Over 55 total points. Like I said, uh, they're giving up massive amounts of points when they play um, even bad teams. So I would look for that to hit um, early in the game, honestly. I think that that should be up to like 60, 65, to be honest. So over 55 for me on that prop bet. Sounds good. My my lock of the week is going to be the Rams minus three. Um, I don't see that them losing in minus three. They'll definitely win by three, so it'll be a push at worst. All right, Josh, what about your lock of the week? Uh, my lock of the week is going to have to be Packers minus one. Um, Rogers shows who the true goat is, and uh, yeah, they moved. They moved to five and up. Yeah, uh, I think both of those are good locks. Uh, I don't see how either of them uh, lose. Uh, my lock of the week was the Green Bay Packers as well. They're always a lock. They are literally four zero against the spread. Uh, I see them going to five zero and being the only. Uh, unbeaten team against the spread for the uh, remainder of the season. 